Welcome to the Good and New Podcast. Where the sponsors are fake and the hosts are buzzed. And we say for your feelings, enjoy the show! Pretty good, Neil. Good, Neil. Oh, yeah. Episode 13, Good News Studios North, a.k.a. the Garage, Garage Cast. Second time recording in the garage. Still loving it. I'm still a fan. How about you? Yeah, I love it. A lot more room. A lot more room for activities. Easy cleanup. Doesn't even look like we're here. Not as much echo. Not as much echo. So we're just helping out all around. Um, Yeah, like last time we buttoned this place up, it was like we were Dexter. Just like killed somebody, cleaned it up, and done. Good to go. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Episode 12. I don't think there's much housekeeping. Uh, No developing stories as of yet with Rogers besides... Nothing me- that's been confirmed. Yeah, the media. I mean, there's the Goot Kunst drama, but... Yeah. Do you like him? Torn? Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Lately, no. He's been five years now? Six? Something like that. Close. The general manager for the Packers. I did see a news article about the team, Green Bay, being um, fan-owned, not yep. having an owner is negative like it's hurting the franchise i saw that as well because it's like there's nobody like really pushing the gm as hard as like what a normal owner would sure yep which i guess makes sense but then you look at um trying to remember the name of the people or if it's just the company like the philadelphia flyers and maybe the phillies there's i think it's the philadelphia teams are all owned by like comcast or some shit okay and that's a clusterfuck too. So you can have a giant company and a you know yeah. a bunch of hierarchy and all the bullshit, and it doesn't help. Look at the Bears and look at the Lions. They've been owned by the same families, I think, their entirety. And yikes, they fucking suck. Ouch. Those uh, families, yeah, not a good look. Um, so yeah, housekeeping episode twelve. If we missed anything or if there's something that we fucked up, I'm sure somebody will let us know one way or another. Um, we can get right into the the hard work Kyle put in here for the National Day of, this day in history. Excuse me, not National Day of, this day in history. March 31st, you're listening. 1870, Thomas Mundy Peterson of Perth, Amboy, New Jersey, is the first African-American to vote in the U.S. under provisions of the 15th Amendment to the Constitution in a local election on town's charter. Is it uh, Sunday or is it Monday? Is it Sunday or Monday? Um, <laughs> that's a Cole Wetzel reference, which we'll talk about the, the concert we were at last Friday night. Um, good for him. I wonder, let's see, New Jersey, Town Charter. I, I'm just curious like what the hell he voted on and if it went his way or not. But Yeah, oh very well. good question. I didn't Somebody, dig that deep. Sorry, guys. Loyal listeners, look it up. Thomas Mundy, Peterson, um, New Jersey, Perth Amboy. Yeah, Perth Amboy, New Jersey. Look it up. Tell us what he voted on and how he did. Uh, You can go ahead with the next one. Uh, 1880, the first town to claim to be completely illuminated by electrical lighting was Wabash, Indiana. So, Midwest. Wabash, Indiana. Completely illuminated. Um, Yeah, nice job. That reminds me, I was at City Lights Brewing in Milwaukee a few, I don't know, a month or so ago. And that is like the facility it's in was responsible for all the power in Milwaukee. So really cool facility. 
didn't do the brewery tour. We were just in the tasting room. But looking at the production facility and then, like, there's another building that had a bunch of stuff in it too. I would love to do a tour there because some good history. Um, so, yeah. That is interesting. And it's funny that we both have electric power stories. Uh, took the kids to Missouri on vacation for spring break. Missouri. Missouri. We did a cave tour, and the cave actually had electric lights prior to the city of Springfield, Missouri. So he said, uh, most people come to like see the cave now. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was a novelty. People came just to see the light bulbs. See lights. Wow. That's neat. Yeah, so that was a little fun fact. Things you take for granted. Yep. Hmm. Uh, 1889, Eiffel Tower officially opens in Paris, built for the Exposition Universelle at 300 meters high, which we did the math is how many yards? 328 yards. 328 yards. How many feet? Uh, times that by three. Times that by three. Um, retains the record for the tallest man-made structure, and it held that for 41 years. Not a math guy, but that would be roughly 1930, I believe. Um, I don't know what took over after that. Maybe the the Sears Tower would have been far later in the 1900s, yeah. probably. But I looked up a list. I got a list here. We can go through some tall shit. Um, <laughs> the current leader was built in 2010. The Burj, B-U-R-J, Burj Khalifa. That was named after Wiz. Named after Wiz Khalifa because uh, he gets high as fuck and this building is <laughs> high. true. Uh, it's roughly 2,700 feet tall, so way taller than the Eiffel Tower. That is tall. Uh, that's in Dubai. Would you ever go to Dubai? Um, depends on the day, I guess. Uh, like they, maybe... Like nothing's legal over there though, right? Or yeah. is that no? You can do. You can like it's part like people go there and party and do stuff. Oh, so you can drink over there. I don't know if it's more strict for locals and or females or both, but it's maybe just that small spot in Dubai that you can do the shit. And then once you get further away, it gets more strict. I don't know. Yeah, Middle, but they're definitely partying there. Middle Eastern countries, I think that'd be more of like a guy's trip. Just. So yeah. women didn't have to deal with any of the issues. Yeah, for sure. Um, maybe when we're rich and famous influencers, because all these companies, you know, are very happy to work with us these days. Maybe. Maybe they'll send us to Dubai and do a little, you know, activation for their brands yeah. over there. Um, so yeah, that is a big ass building. The I saw an interesting video showing the depth of the ocean or like the deepest, you know, bodies of water. Yep. Um, and. The Burj Khalifa, like, doesn't hold a fucking candle to the deepest Mariana part. Mariana Trench? Yeah. I think it was the is it the Pacific Ocean. Is that where mm-hmm. that's at? Yeah. Insane. Like, a very cool illustrate, or, uh, animation. Um, maybe I'll share that tomorrow when you guys are listening to this, and you can get a glimpse at how deep that shit is. And then we get to... 1906, the Intercollegiate Athletic Association of the United States is founded to set rules in amateur sports. This eventually becomes the NCAA in 1910. Hmm. So what would have been, I don't know if you saw while you were looking at that, like the sports that would have kind of warranted this, like football or baseball? I would would imagine, yeah, all the the major ones by that point have probably been around. 
So I just I'm gonna type in first NCAA sport and just shit, see what how it long says. has the Rose Bowl been around? Oh, long time. Over a hundred years, right? Uh yeah, they advertise that. I don't it's not it's not happy with me. It doesn't want to show me the first NCAA sport. Anywho. Go on to the 1918, first daylight savings time in the U.S. goes into effect. We recently had daylight savings time, spring ahead. Are you a fan? Uh, I do like longer. Did we talk about this on here? I don't remember. I do like longer evenings, like for golf, and it feels nice getting home from work and having there be some sunlight. Yes. I dislike the... Yeah, we did talk about it. Because we're like, why can't we just fucking have it both ways? Yeah, Uh, that's right. Um, But yeah, 1918, in the news, there is a... Uh, Lebanon or someplace that currently pushed off doing daylight savings and it's saying that either the country or something is like split like one part is doing it one part isn't so they're all fucked up interesting it's in the new I think it was Lebanon I just looked at it it's in the news so if you just google daylight savings time click news there'll be like some talk about that very strange like time zones and daylight savings is it Arizona that doesn't do it there's yeah, I think there's like two state. states. Two? Is it? Oh, maybe it's one. Arizona, oh. Nevada Fact or something. check us on that. And then you have, obviously, the time zones that fall. I don't know where mountain time starts and stops. but It's all, like, if you ever look at the map, it's not like a straight line. Mm-mm. It's all fucked up. Yeah, and this one guy that I know in Indiana, he lives in central time, but he works and commutes to eastern. Eastern. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? That that's, would suck. That's got to be a headache. Yeah. I mean, you get used to it, but it's very strange. It would be. I mean, if you're setting meetings or you're like, oh, yeah, the place I like to go like is open till this time. Oh, shit. It no, it's not. It would really suck if you were flip-flopped living eastern, working central, because then you're like losing an hour. Yeah. Going back in time. Two hours, however the math works out. It's after three thirty. I don't do math. I'm gonna have an aneurysm trying to figure it out. (laughs) China, also fun fact: the entirety of China, one time zone. That's biggest fucking country by landmass. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, Russia has like nine time zones. Yeah, Lindsay will know that. She's she's the one who told me that. Whatever it is, I forget. It's a fuck ton though. Yep. Um, you go with the next one. 1931, Notre Dame football coach Newt Rockney. Uh, at age 43, is killed with seven others while a light plane crashes on a trip from Kansas City to Los Angeles. His coaching record was 105 wins, 12 losses, and five ties at 88.1% winning percentage. Mm -hmm. Remains the greatest ever. Which, that's very unfortunate, but, I mean, it kind of cements him in that spot probably because he didn't, you know, keep going with his career. Um. Yeah, Bo's a Notre Dame fan. Really? Yep. The Catholic guy? He's a weirdo. Um, Yeah, probably. Now, I forget why. Because he didn't go there, but I forget why. He's family or friends or something. Just for a long time, it was something they watched. Yeah, I've got a cousin who's a Notre Dame fan. Hmm. Not sure why. Yeah. 1970, federal bankruptcy court allows Seattle pilots to be sold to Milwaukee, where they become the Brewers. Now... The Braves were in Milwaukee and yep. left. Yep. And then there was no team. And then the Seattle Pilots obviously did not do a great job. And they were sold to Milwaukee so they could become the Milwaukee Brewers. I had a, I have a Seattle Pilots hat 
pretty cool logo and stuff. I don't know anyone that would have been on the team that was famous at that point. Yeah. Or a good, you know, baseball player at that point. I'm surprised that, like, Milwaukee doesn't do, like, a throwback, like, one game a year or whatever, where they're, like, the pilots or some shit. I swear that they have. Maybe they haven't, but... I don't, I don't follow... I'll admit I'm a Fairweather fan when it comes to baseball. If the Brewers are playing well, I'll watch. If they're sucking, then there's no point in me watching baseball. I just put... So it's opening day. Um, I just put on our story today because the Brewers shared a... Uh, photos of the guys getting off the team bus in Chirac. Um, the one guy. Shots fired. Yeah. Uh, the one guy, Henry Winkler. Nope, that's somebody else. His last Rowan name, Je- uh, Jesse Winker or something like that. Outfielder. Used to be a Cincinnati Red. He is now in his first season with the Brewers. Got off wearing this fucking awesome sweatshirt, like a wool-looking quarter zip or maybe full zip. Uh, fleece wool looking thing with like wolves and mountains and stuff on it just fucking sweet so i said we're usually or most likely not a brewers podcast but at bare minimum we are a jesse winker podcast so we'll follow him uh his first season with the brewers kind of do some updates they did lose today you said right yeah i think it was four nothing the cubs stay hot milwaukee um yeah go ahead uh 1980 President Jimmy Carter deregulates the banking industry, which, I mean, obviously no banking regulation always goes well. Yeah. Don't don't look at 2008 or what's going on currently at all. I love that movie, The Big Short. Yeah, great movie. Good flick. Um, yeah, the banks, what a scam. That's why I just bury all my money in your yard. I don't want to yeah, keep it at my house. hands. Yeah, I don't want to keep it at my house because people will then look for it there, so I keep it here at this house. Yep. Um, 1998, Milwaukee becomes first team since the inception of the American League in 1901 to switch leagues. Brewers lose the first National League game 2-1 to one to the Braves in Atlanta. Just a web of, okay, we used to be the Braves, we're not the Braves, we're now the Brewers, we lost to the Braves, we went to the, from the AL to the NL. Yep. Holy shit. Like, do you think they were just sitting there, like, thinking, like, oh, this is going to fuck with some people. This will be, like, a monumental day. And they lost. Yeah. Um, At least it was close. Yeah. Closer than 4 nothing. Speaking of baseball, did you see the pitch clock that they do now? I've, yeah, I've seen some clips of it. Um, so the one I saw today showed a half inning being played, almost, like, the entire half inning. In the time that it took for one pitch. Now, granted, there was a uh, throw to second base for the the runner or whatever. But yep. at one point during like the batter like stepping out of the box, the pitcher taking his time, a throw to second base, and then finally a pitch. It was a half fucking inning that was played in the new pitch clock era, which is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, during spring training, I think I heard that the average game like decreased to like two and a half hours, which I'm all about. Yep, definitely. More time to tailgate, same amount of time if not more. Yep. And then you, they probably still cut it off. Most, um, what do you call them, stadiums, ballparks cut it off at like the seventh or eighth or something. I think yeah. for alcohol. Yep. Which is stupid, but um, you get out of there quicker and you get right to the bar to celebrate yep. or whatever you want to do. Exactly. I'm all for it. Or we, drown your sorrows. Yes. Uh, I do like the mallards, like going to that because it's easy in Madison there. Um, yep. The all you can drink, duck blind type stuff. Maybe be there a time or two this summer. I would like to go see the uh, Milkmen because awesome name. Oh, yeah. And they're right by that 
um, Franklin, Wisconsin, um, Lux Golf Bays, the Top Golf that I sent you. Okay, they're right by there. I'm pretty sure. Like their ballpark is within eyesight of the golf place. So stay tuned for the Milwaukee Milkmen. Do a recap of that if we go. Uh, that's your history. So March 31st, there's some interesting stuff. And we get into National Slash International Day of. So March 31st is Crayola Crayon Day. Um, I haven't used a crayon in a long time. I was more of a colored pencil person. I liked the... Yeah. Um, how detailed you could get the response was a little bit better not so waxy and weird and yep. um i know people are very talented with crayons still uh are the girls coloring inside the lines are yes they, yeah yeah knocking that out of the park yep good they just use crayons on the trip so oh just the other day okay uh i like i don't have children where i need to like ask for crayons and coloring things at restaurants but i think that is a great move on the restaurant's part when they have the coloring thing, the word search, all the different stuff to like yep. actually give the kids something where they're interacting with either the adults or the other kids or whatever. Very cool. So if you have a, a restaurant that families are going to go to, I would recommend that. Um, this is your favorite, Dance Marathon Day. Yep. When was your Big last? Big dance guy. Yeah. When was your last dance marathon? Um, let's see. I am now 34 years old, so uh, it's been 34 years. Actually, on our Instagram, if you go oh, look, Kyle, Kyle was at his... I would call that a marathon, though. Kyle was at a wedding for two cousins, and <laughs> he was just grinding this chair down to the floor. I mean... My hips did not lie. They There was smoke coming from the chair. It was so hot. So he is a dancer, contrary to yeah, what he not says. A, just not a marathon dancer. Okay. Well, more of like a... We'll fix that. More of a one-and-done kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, National Bunsen Burner Day. You big Bunsen burner guy? I the first that when I saw this on there, the first thing that came to my mind is not even anything to do with the Bunsen burner, but ninth grade science. Okay. Miss Melcher, shout out, very nice lady. Um of course in ninth grade science you would have a senior in your class because why not? Yeah, it makes sense. Um a gentleman, first name Casey, I won't, you know, keep going too much, but he was a senior at the time. I just remember being in the back of the class or like back in like the lab portion where they had the the burners and everything else. Um, and he just, for some reason, is like, hey, look at this. And he just, like, starts to, like, grab his pants, his belt buckle and stuff. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. We're just going to look at your wiener? Or what are we doing? <laughs> um, he pulls up a Crown Royal bag, if you're familiar with the purple bag, the Crown yep. Royal comes in. And it was tied to the back of his belt, like his um, belt buckle, down in his crotchal region, pulls it up. And it's just full of paraphernalia and uh, plant medicine. And I was like, sweet, dude. <laughs> Thanks for showing me. Just showing off a little bit to the freshman in his, in his class. Well, our class that he decided to be in. That is what I thought of immediately when I saw wow. National Bunsen Burner Day. Right. That is definitely not my go-to. No. I've do you like of, Bunsen Burners? I do. Mr. Schnell. Uh, so any listeners who are still in high school. Fucking light that Munson burner up with a handful of flour and throw the flour, just like baking flour, Mm -hmm. into it. It's like a big, like fireball. Really? Yeah, Mr. Schnell did it. Shout out Mr. Schnell. Huh. Yeah. That was chemistry. Why? Yeah, that's weird. Flour would look... Yeah, I I didn't... Hmm. We should do that. We should order a Munson burner and do it here. All right. Right right off at this point. Science. Teach the girls science. Yep um national tater day now is that exactly how it was written like yes it was national tater day 
So any sort of tater, tater tots. I'm tater, a tots guy. Yeah, I like tots. You like all the different fancy seasonings and stuff at some places when they do that, dress them up a little bit. Yep. Um, Nothing worse than an unseasoned tot or, mm. or freedom fry. Mm-hmm. I like a waffle fry. That's a good Ooh, tater. yes. Again, has to be seasoned well. I don't like just bland. Plain. Yep. Do you like sweet potato? Um, sweet tater. I do like, yep. s- like sweet potato. Yep. Hash browns? Hash, big hash brown guy. When you get hash browns for my mouth is fucking watering right now thinking about this. When you get hash browns at brunch, uh, brunch, brunch or breakfast or whatever, how do you order them? Cheese and onion. Oh god, yeah. My mother also adds <sighs> pickle to that. What? Yeah, like chopped up pickle. Never tried that. Your mom does that? Yeah, give it a shot. Wow, that is. She's not the only one. Does she like that's ordered at a restaurant or just at home? Ordered at a restaurant, and She'll they don't like restaurant. their head doesn't spin. They're okay with occasionally, it. I guess, but no, for the most part, people don't wow. usually bat an eye. Wow, chopped up pickle. Okay, so, not relish. Nope, just chopped up. Like if you're gonna put it on a burger, take a burger. Oh, and like disc slices and chop them up, like almost into a relish, but not you know okay. not as liquidy. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. There now I want to try it. Yep, hot tip. And then, um, yeah, then we get into National She's Funny That Way Day. So shout out to all the funny women out there. Okay, I was wondering, is that just like a saying women are funny and congratulations? Not or? all women are funny. <laughs> well, there's a day <laughs> they for They try it. to be. So today, tomorrow, today, you're listening today, um, is National Funny, Be a Funny Female Day. Yeah. Try your best. Yep. Um, I mean, there's some uh, favorite female comedian. Um, oof, uh, <laughs> throw me on the spot here. Yep. Uh, Nikki Glazer, uh, I can watch. She's funny. Is she the one that's always in the roasts? Like when she, they do the Comedy yes, Central roast? She's of? on there a lot. The blonde. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then, um, agreed. Whitney Cummings is pretty funny too. Okay, she sounds familiar too. She's on Joe Rogan a lot. Oh, okay. Um, least favorite female comedian? Uh, Chelsea Handler, Amy Nailed Schumer. It. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> Much easier Any list. of them on The View who think that they're comedians? They don't, do they? I, Whoopi Goldberg, I think, thinks she's a comedian. Oh, Whoopi. What a waste of a human. Whoa, yeah. I, I mean, the only thing she did that was good was Sister Act, maybe Sister Act 2. Yeah. But. Oh, she was, she had a cameo in uh, Little Rascals. Oh. Not the old one, like the one when we were like kids or whatever. Oh, okay. Huh, I don't remember that. Was she Bullfrog's mom or whatever that kid's name was? <laughs> Buckwheat? Buckwheat, him too. No, but Buckwheat like made the comment like, whoopee, like, uh, like big whoop. Type big thing whoop, whatever, yeah. nice. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Nor have I. Uh, celebrity birthdays. So Ewan McGregor, 52 years old. Happy birthday. Who's Ewan McGregor? Uh, he's an actor. Um, I'm trying to think. There was one movie that he was in with. Um, oh my God, I get them confused all the time. Not Charlize Theron. I'm pretty sure she dated or was married to Ryan Reynolds before Blake Lively. Um, do you remember who that is? Oh my God, Lindsay's we're... probably screaming. Yeah, I right feel now. like her and her sister were just talking about this. Uh, anyway, there's a movie. Uh. Where they're in, where it's like it's a weird like sci-fi one, but it was actually pretty good. Okay. Um, he was also in like the, um, the Star Wars movies, 
like the ones again from when we see. were kids, like the episode one, two, or three. Or maybe see what all he looks those. like. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, he's a he's a person. Um, <laughs> that he is. He's an actor. Uh, yeah. Like what? What are some of the movies he? Star Wars stuff is what's coming up. Yep, Obi-Wan. He was Obi-Wan Kenobi in 2022. Oh, I did see that one, I guess. Yeah, Star Wars Episode 1, Episode 3. I would imagine he was in Episode 2 then. Um, Good for him. 52 years old. Yeah. Angus Young, 68. I would have never... Not, not so young anymore. No. He's about to be you know, a great age. 69. Nice. 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 Well, next year. Uh, ACDC would have. So, what is his role with ACDC? He was one of the founding members. Um, he plays guitar. Oh, I don't know if, the, he's the, if he's a lead singer. He's maybe the goofy he's... fucker with like the hat and. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, happy birthday to him. Australian musician. Yep. Christopher Walken, 80 years old. Love Christopher Walken. Yep. I mean, he. I can't think of like a movie that stars him, I guess, but he's in so many goddamn movies. Yeah. Uh, Joe at... Dirt. Yeah. Uh, wedding, oh, yeah. Wedding Crashers. Wedding he's the dad. Oh, of, yeah, the dad. Yeah. yeah, the politician or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, God, that's a good movie. I know there's so many more, but yeah, they're just not coming to me at the moment. I need to look at his IMDb. People are screaming right now because we're forgetting something that's just so obvious. not seeing any like the jungle book he's a voice great joe dirt one and two got it talking to my man all wrong it's the wrong tone <laughs> stand up guys have you seen that movie i have not that's a good one seven psychopaths oh i have not even heard of that one i've um is that pulp fi- he was in pulp fiction I don't remember him in that. Balls of Fury. He's like on the cover of Balls of Fury, the ping pong movie. Okay. Click. He plays. I don't Morty. remember any Click either. Stepford Wives. Nice. Man on Fire. We talked about that recently. He's in oh. that. So yeah, some of these I don't even remember him in. The Rundown. Is that with The Rock? Or is that a different one? Kangaroo Jack. Catch me if you can. Good flick. Wow. Yeah, a lot of these movies I've also never even heard of. That's what I mean. He's just like, he was doing anything and everything. Like Nick Cage? His Yeah, his phone rang. He's like, yep, I'll be there in 20 minutes. Doesn't <laughs> I, matter what you want me to I'll do. I'll be the Nick Cage of just like small parts. Oh, this is so perfect. I, I completely forgot. But I was just thinking about this movie and how, like, I went to the theater to see it, and it was just like I thought it was so, maybe not then because I was younger, but now it's like so original, so funny, and it's probably a remake. But Mouse Hunt, do you remember that movie? I do not. You didn't see Mouse Hunt? I, I'm not saying I haven't seen it. I just it's Nathan not Lane. A bell. That name doesn't ring a bell. You'll recognize him. Lee Evans, not um, the wide receiver for the Badgers. Right, that was Lee or, Evans. Yeah, or the Bills. Well, he went on. Yeah. yeah. Um, you'll 
as soon as you see it. You don't remember Mouse Hunt? They buy this old house. Or no, they inherit this house. It's worth oh, a ton of money. Yes. It needs to be fixed up. I see it now. There's a mouse. As and soon as I saw the, yeah. Nathan Lane and the guys just destroy the house trying to get this mouse. So funny. Such a good movie. So, yeah, Christopher Walken's Caesar the Exterminator. God damn, he's funny. Um, he's also yeah. one of the voices in Ants. Did you say that? There's no, not Ants. Different one. Of, but Nice job, Christopher Walken. Oh, 80? I do remember Christopher, Christopher Walken in, in Pulp Fiction now. I don't. So he was talking about sticking a wristwatch up his ass <laughs> during the war when he was a POW oh. to return it to... Okay. Wow. Happy birthday to him. 80 years young. Um, William Daniels. Mr. Feeney. Still kicking. 96. Wow. That's like all he did, right? There's nothing else. Yeah, there? I, I couldn't name any anything else of his. Um, I'm sure he probably did one or two other. Yeah, he looks rough. Oops, he looks real rough. Wikipedia, IMDB. There's pro- I mean, I'm sure he was in a bunch when he was younger. Yeah, but I mean, Boy Meets World is probably the only thing. The anybody... Graduate. Wow. 1967. Never saw The Graduate. No. Girl Meets World. He's in that too, huh? I Oh, I guess. Blades of Glory. Oh, dude. Grey's Anatomy. Aren't you a Grey's guy? Uh, early years, I watched it, but it depends on when he was on. He was in five episodes, 2012. That was probably after I stopped watching. So. Oh. Boston Legal, The Closer, Blades of Glory, The Benchwarmers. That's a good movie. King of Queens. Oh, he's the voice of Kit in The Benchwarmers. That's funny. Kim Possible, King of Queens, The Simpsons. He plays Kit again. Did he play that voice, or why is that? Must have. Why the hell did he do that twice? That's weird. Was that from, um? what was that show, like, way back in the day, where there was the car? Yeah, that's that's the, yeah. yeah, that's what it's from, but I don't remember the name of the show. Knight Rider? Yes, there you go, Knight Rider. Kit again. Good for him. All right. Um, Molly... Quirum, 38 just, years old. What'd you just call me? <laughs> uh, ESPN, first take. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I was trying to avoid TikTok folk and YouTube. Good. I appreciate people that. People once again. So, yeah, I mean, ESPN, that's literally the only thing. Here's a good news me. article three days ago. First take fans dub show, quote unquote, unwatchable with both Molly Quirum and Stephen A. Smith. So those two do not go well together. They probably just talk over each other. There's a lot of screaming, a lot of uh, one of them trying to be funny or, you know, smart and just awful. That so, could be. Nice job, Molly and Steven. Ryan Bingham, 42. Who's this? Country music. Oh. Singer. Uh, also actor, Yellowstone. I've never seen it. Um, South Side of Heaven. Um, I'm trying to think of Look at that picture. That's what we call all hat, no cattle right there. It's Cody Webber. Sun, sunrise. Uh, the Poet. Those hmm. are all some pretty good tunes of his. I'm sure it sounds familiar, but I don't. I, I have to hear it. Happy birthday, 42. James um, Jones, Packer. Yep. James Jones, okay. I was yep. hoping Yeah, had so. to end it on that one. Nice. Uh, we t- talked about him last week. Great guy. Yeah, James Jones, happy 39th birthday. 39th. He's still got it, too. I bet he could run on... Oh, fuck. Beautiful. circles around us. Yeah, drag route, you know, post something. He could really run a fly route, even. Back shoulder, he just... He'd be out there... You name it. Carving he people. He can do it. Yeah. All right. 
it gets us through all the normal fun stuff. I guess while we while current we had, events, we didn't do current. Yeah, events. we don't have current events necessarily lined up, but I'll just go through some of the stuff that we have going on as a um, you know legitimate big business right now. We're basically one of the beers I brought is called uh, Influencer because I mean that's what we are now, so it just made sense. We are working with, as we mentioned last episode, uh, Wrong Hole Golf Company. Um, Zach and the guys over there, very nice. I believe they're out of Florida, if I remember correctly. And, you know, some of the stuff he wanted me to get across as like their mission statement. It's basically, I mean, you understand the concept wrong hole, like how many times we've been on the course and it's supposed to go this way and it goes the exact opposite. Yeah, takes and a hard right. You're in somebody else's fairway and yep, plays nice from over there, wrong hole, all that stuff. So that's kind of how it started. Um, so, as he says, the mission is to champion the shitty golfer, the glue of the crew, the locker room guy. Highlight the person that's out on the links that'll be willing to play his buddy's ball or drop right there and, you know, bring beers to the course, sneak them in. Like, it's it's for anyone interested in golf from the, you know, very unserious to the, hey, I think I'm really good, but I'm a douche. So, <laughs> it's for everyone. Wrong hole golf company. Go to their website. We have the link in our bio on Instagram. G-N-U, as in good and you, G-N-U-1-5. That's we'll, the letter U. The letter U. G-N-U-1-5 gets you 15% off a hat. So click the link in our bio or just go to their website. Follow them on Instagram. Uh, order yourself a hat. I'm wearing one right now. It's uh, They're pretty nice hats. The Vented like back yeah so it's not mesh necessarily if you have any of the uh, no free ads i'm not even going to say their name just go wrong hole golf you'll see them yeah right there we're going to post a bunch of stuff once season gets started i'm hopefully going to be playing golf on sunday at the oaks no free ads um yeah greg said he was going down there with two dudes and they needed a fourth so i'm going to try to get over there is the weather supposed to be better than what we're calling for uh, yeah we'll see how that goes just throw my back out might be sick that day yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah, wrong hole golf company. Thank you, Zach. And those guys, um, GNU 15, 15% off. And then the other one is Haven golf company. Oh, before I move on one important part, wrong hole donates 10% of their proceeds to research and find a cure for prostate cancer. Oh, awesome. So fuck. I did Even not, better. had no idea about that until he told me that fuck yeah everybody go out and buy a hat or yes 10 percent is donated to prostate figuring out what the fuck is going on with prostate cancer so um very good on them for doing that that's really cool and then the other one is that we have right now is haven golf company and i believe um i don't know if they're headquartered there if the guy that i'm working with is out of this but north carolina great golf state and he started in um, I think he started getting more serious about about golf during the pandemic and then wanted to put his own spin. I think he's doing the design work, put his own spin on golf polos. So they've had one drop so far of six or seven different polos. I'm wearing one right now. I put it on our Instagram earlier. Uh, Kyle's got a few he's going to try on. And we'll get you more feedback on, you know, sizing, how we like the stuff. I can material tell you. Material feels awesome. Material is high quality, feels very nice. Uh, I still got the winter weight, so I'm at the 2XL, but it's a comfortable 2XL. It's not like super baggy and like sloppy. Uh, we do have 
three or four other styles to try on. We'll post stuff about that. Um, same thing. They offer a referral or discount code that's in our Instagram bio, G-N-U-P-O-D, P-O-D, 15. So good and you pod, G-N-U pod, one five will get you 15% off their polos. Um, and it just helps, you know, either of those things, that's how you track that shit. Like, Hey, we're doing something besides the content that we put on our Instagram or whatever else. When somebody uses that code, it tracks it in their system as, Hey, we got a good, you know, a sale out of this because of those guys. So please, if you're going to support, check them out, um, use the code. So that way they know that we're doing what we should help us help you. Absolutely. They have some cool styles. Um, and they just shared something yesterday the day before they have more coming soon for like the second drop so um stay tuned for that otherwise current event wise i think that's about it i mean waiting on aaron Rodgers, shit again still story of our lives waiting for the weather to not be a fuck i mean it's thursday we record thursdays usually for the most part the majority have been and it seems like every fucking thursday the weather is shit i was driving over here it was like sleeting and like slippery in a few spots oh great so death taxes and shitty weather on thursdays so especially when you want to golf yeah so we'll see maybe get get out and golf sunday otherwise it's going to be a little bit lodi national will be not like not for a while because as jeff told us insider south side of the hill south slope is not getting anywhere near close to melting enough so north side he said south (laughs) <laughs> but might want to ch- check directions well, yeah. i drove by i'm north of yeah the course now that and I when say we it, drove I'm... home and i looked that way i could see snow on the north facing slope okay which is the entire course yeah so. exactly so either he's messed up or he was messing with me either way um so yeah it'll be a little bit before we get out there but other courses we should be able to get out in the next, you know, few months, or excuse me, few weeks. Um, hopefully, May, <laughs> hope early prior May. To months. I think right early May is when the scramble is the opening night for the men's league. Yeah, that sounds about right. First Thursday or second Thursday. So stay tuned for that. Um, no idea what the advertisement's going to be, but stay tuned. Today's episode brought to you by Getaway Golf. Getaway Golf is an engaging, interactive, and educational spin on miniature golf. This one-of-a-kind entertainment venue is themed around travel and will showcase the top destinations around the U.S. and the rest of the globe. From the feeling like you're swimming in the Great Barrier Reef to walking through the Grand Canyon, this is sure to be one experience you'll never forget. That's because the place is an absolute scam and shithole. (laughs) Took the kids there, and we had some kid and his dad and brother playing right up our ass, and the turf is garbage. I would avoid it at all costs. Educational. Did you learn anything besides that it was a fucking trap? No. I mean, they have little uh, signs of, oh, this hole is themed about this, the Grand Canyon, the Great Barrier Reef. We played the U.S., so it was all U.S. locations. So the marketing guy got you. Got us, yeah. Yep. Fucking, the place looks cool, but it was packed. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you to them. And, and avoid them. And avoid Springfield, them. Missouri. Yep. Back to the show. All right. Huge uh, thank you, potentially fuck you, to Getaway Golf. Kyle and his family had a awful time, so make sure you do not support them. But I appreciate the sponsorship. Yeah. Well, I mean, the girls did like it, but oh. Jessica and I were less than impressed. Okay. Well, you know, adults, mini golf, yeah, there's it's a high, high standards sometimes. So, anyhow, um, last Friday, we went to 
Co Wetzel at the Rave, uh, Eagles Ballroom. We did, and uh, we're gonna recap that because it was I had I had a great time. There were two other dudes with us, Barry and Peter, and I think as a group we had an excellent time. Yeah, I don't think anybody had a bad time. Um, so we'll start with the camp or just camp bar in Wauwatosa or Tosa as the cool kids say. Um, <laughs> Do they? Yeah, absolutely. They say Tosa. So we're in Tosa. See, they're doing it right now. Oh. Um, it was a good place, like up north, cabiny type feel, like not necessarily dive bar because it was kind of fancy looking. Yeah, so definitely not what I expected for the area. Yeah, that's why that's why I picked it. Um, I'd never been there. They have like three or four locations. No free ads. Um, but they did a great job. Prices were fair. Food which is like bar food, pizza, appetizers, whatever, nothing super fancy, but it was quick. Yeah, it was real hot quick. and it tasted good. Um so if you're in the Tosa yeah, one bite scale, what what would you rate ooh, pizza? That pizza would get I mean, it was doctored up a barbecue chicken, whatever it was. So I would say for the style, um seven nine. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. That's right about what I was gonna give it. Yeah. It was very good. Uh, I could have been, I, you know, squares. I'm I like triangles. I'm a triangle guy too. Yeah, squares just get a little sloppy or weird when you get to the middle. I Plus, like, I like to have some crust. Yeah, like with all my def- especially when it's good. When it's good yeah. crust, like I don't want it to end. Like it's yeah. delicious. Um, yeah, it was good pizza. Very very quick. So recommend checking that place out if you guys ever want to. We went from there to getting parked. Which parking? If if you ever been to the rave for a show. You're in not the great, like not the best, safest area. It, I will say it's pretty well lit from what I remember. I thought it was far worse, or it used to be. Yeah, uh, I've, I've parked in some bad neighborhoods before well, going to different shows. Just for like people who haven't been there, um, the Ambassador to Hotel. I had never been there. Yeah, it's the first thing we see the Ambassador to Hotel. Yep. So anybody who knows Jeffrey Dahmer, that's where he killed one of his victims. Was in that hotel. Classic. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh, we got parked. Got uh, making our way, eventually made our way into, had to pregame a little bit in the vehicle and yep. um, made our way in. And yeah, right away, I mean, you'd never been there. When you walk in, what did you think? Like, what were you experiencing? What did you, like, how did you feel about it? Are you saying into the Eagles ballroom or yep. the building itself? Uh, just start from the building. Okay. Because so we went side door, not the front entrance. If people are familiar where like their little parking lot with the big sign is, we went side door down oh, along the building. Okay. So I didn't know that. So I would walk in and I immediately got like uh like a dive bar feel. Yeah. Um and then whatever, we had to like uh, I guess we had to we went downstairs and to then just immediately go upstairs after we got like through security and yep. shit. Um Yeah, well we got wanded right away yep and then they had to do the tickets later yep so as i was trying to explain to you guys while we're screaming over the music that's being played like they have different concerts going on in the same facility at the same time yeah which is insane which is yeah because it's a big ass building nico moon but it didn't really look that big when we were standing outside i mean i guess there are like multiple levels but yeah Go on. Yeah, so like we got their Nico Moon, I think is kind of like country, kind of like pop, hip-hop or yep. something. He was playing, different area. I forget what they call the different like venues or stages, but he was downstairs like right when we walked in, that's where he was. Then we walk up steps, 
get our tickets scanned, get through. We had to piss. So we go into the little bar there, you know, hose, get some uh, hose as in urinate, yep. and get some drinks. And the drinks were, oh, I don't know, 50 bucks every time, basically, for four yeah, beers. Was, Bush, Bush Light was 11 bucks a pop, 16 ounces. Mm-hmm. And then White Claw, because one <laughs> wasn't going to throw them under the bus. Oh, somebody's, somebody's a pussy. Not uh-huh. Peter. <laughs> I think it, I think it was twelve bucks for a white claw. <clears throat> yeah. So every time, yeah, fifty bucks. Was that with tip? I didn't actually buy you know, at the I place. Don't so I don't remember. Know. Yeah, because um, you bought dinner or whatever. So. So we get drinks, and then we go up the stairs again, and because you go up like seventeen flights of steps to get yeah, to the dude, Eagles the, ballroom. The place seemed to like never end. Yeah. Uh, and the music, you start to feel it like it's loud as yeah. shit up there. And then we didn't experience it, but when you are in the general admission, like front pit area by the stage that floor you can feel flex like it gets, oh really especially like when it's a more dancey or whatever show i'm sure those people that were down there experienced it but yeah um we paid a little bit extra not a big deal humble brag for the <laughs> vip balcony because we're not poor correct and you have easier access to bathrooms two different bars up yeah, there places way to, easier to get beer i feel like yeah places to sit down you could sit in the front like little like bump out Abe Lincoln balcony thing. Yeah, like if you paid for a seat like that one guy. You don't pay for them. It's general admission the seats are. So it's first come first serve, but But that guy thought he paid for a seat. That one guy <laughs> who was very very butthurt thought he paid. Well, and did I not tell you the one guy who was chatting Peter up? He started talking to me next and he said that him and his wife or girlfriend or whatever were sitting there in those seats and those people came up and offered him $600 to get out of those seats so their group could have them. Okay. So I'm wondering if the guy that was like all like sad and emotional threw money into the pot just to not be able to sit by whatever girl he was trying to bang. Because somebody else came in and... I Whatever, I don't know what the story was, but that was our first inter- like first good interaction with like people watching, these people in front of us that one guy is just upset because he's standing and all of his friends are sitting in these like balcony seats. But then it was like a weird dynamic because they like all got up. It was like a fucking school of fish. Yeah, they all like, just swarmed just constantly in. motion like... <laughs> switching seats it didn't make any fucking there's sense. like hugging and kissing going on <laughs> and as we said while we were watching all right this guy must do this a lot because nobody's really concerned they're just kind of like yeah he's a crybaby yep um but then there's seats like by the bars and stuff like a little table you can sit at if you're you know like us old tired like we're just standing there for two hours like yeah we need to sit down <laughs> or the one old hammered guy like right as co started and he's like got his head in his palms yep falling asleep at the table i feel like he knew we were looking at him too because you feel like you're on an island when you're that person oh yeah um but that's alcohol it'll get you yeah. maybe maybe it was something else that got him but yeah so yeah we <clears throat> who was the first guy dylan wheeler yeah um, oh well, we, wait, hold. You asked me. Yes. What did you think? My initial reaction did not think that the venue was going to be that large. I was expecting like Orpheum in Madison. Oh yeah. Wow. Much bigger. Much much. Fucking awesome venue. Great place to go to for a concert. Unfortunate location. Unfortunate location. But they obviously do very very well. There's no issue on their end. Um, you know, Marquette's right there, and then you have like a big ass city, and then people travel, especially like. For this this genre of music, people drove from like us hour group, and ten. Or that group we were talking, you and Peter were talking to from Minnesota. What do you tell Peter, yeah, Minneapolis. Excuse yep. me, Minneapolis area. So a lot of people drive for that, and um, so you liked it. You thought it was awesome. 
Yeah, great venue. Yep. Location, as you said, not so much, but cool venue. So we're upstairs. No big Dylan, deal. D- no big deal. Dylan Wheeler is two songs. Well, I don't know how, how often or how long he had been playing. We saw four songs of his, maybe? Three? Yeah, and only two of them I knew. Yeah, which was good. It was the two that we knew. So yep, perfect that's timing. That's what he ended with. <clears throat> um, we thought right away the acoustics or like just the sound was weird. Like it was hard to understand On the upper stuff. level, yeah. And I was talking to Lindsay about it. And it's like definitely when you don't know the words, it's going to be harder to understand. Yeah. Um, but it still was like weirdly like muffled. When or like they talked, yeah. It was peanut like, butter mouth. It like, was like Kenny from South Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Dylan Wheeler, good. I would say good stage presence. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd necessarily wasn't thrilled by him or like super into him. Yeah. I mean, he's a lesser known. He's the opening act, whatever, but he still did a good job. And then I was really pumped for the show because the Cadillac 3 were the second act prior to the main act. And they just did not do a good job. They played music that was not appropriate for like... It was very half-hearted, I felt. Too. It was half-hearted. The tempo seemed slow. It was like they didn't move around. They're just stationary. And I get it. They're very talented songwriters and musicians playing like, you know, n- not one person. Like Dylan Wheeler didn't play a musician. He was just running around singing. Right. Cadillac 3, the three of them are all doing something very in-depth, but... They're good songs they did not play. They played a lot of their newer stuff that, I don't know, the crowd just wasn't into it. And right. we're standing there watching, and it's like, Jesus Christ, these guys can get booed off the stage? What's going right. on? And they're really good. They're really talented. Yeah. They have music from six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. I've seen them perform three different times live taste of madison whatever else they're awesome but this show they missed it it just didn't hit as i had mentioned to you um i was like i wonder how they are taking it going from like at one point they were like the main act and you said they're on their own tour or whatever but now they're like not the headliner that night they're one of the opening acts yeah i would say they're on the back nine of their career especially their like touring career yeah they're probably like maybe gonna make another album or two this is just my assumption i have no idea but based on what i saw they're they're not like the response from the crowd for co compared to them oh was no comparison so unless they're playing a headlining show where everyone's there for them yeah and they know all their deeper cuts or newer stuff older stuff i would say they probably think like yeah you know we've had fun i'm sure they're well set on money they can keep writing songs like they have but yeah, to you know, slide into a, a di- different group's tour and get the very like minimal response from the crowd. Yeah. I'm sure they weren't thrilled with it. But yeah. what do you do? I mean, they have like bangers. They have great songs, country music, rock, whatever. They just weren't playing them. Yeah. So I knew like th- I knew words to three of the songs they played. Yeah, and I knew two. And then like the state like changing the stage over between Dylan and the Cadillac 3 didn't take too long between Cadillac 3 and Co took fucking forever it yeah. felt like and it's getting later and later we're old Kyle's got to get up early I got to get us back home I got to get up early go to work I'm looking at the clock I'm like Jesus Christ man like let's go Co didn't come on stage till I forgot to 10:30, look 10:30 I would almost 11 maybe I, yes that sounds about right because we were at Roughly eleven thirty, eleven forty five. I'm like, hey, should we like 
check out a different spot quick and then like head home after that song. So yeah, it took a while to get him going. But when he came out, the video boards behind him, the smoke or fog machine shit that they had, like that would just like go crazy at some times, like the lights, everything way, way better production than the first two, which makes sense. Opening act. I wonder if they like tell him like, Hey, we're the headliners uh opening act you fuck off and like do kind of a good job but like i want them to feel like i like blew the roof off the place right whether they do that or not i don't know but makes sense if they do it was awesome i i was thrilled with everything he did um and even when we moved downstairs to like get a better view of like the stage i thought that was really cool yeah because where we were standing like we couldn't necessarily get the full experience of that um and he ended with a song i really wanted to hear so that yep. was a great way to end it february 28th uh yeah. zero complaints for me when it comes yeah. to Cole, and i think he did a great job i agree um i think there were two or three like deep cut songs that he played that i didn't know but the rest i mean i knew he didn't play all the ones that like if i could have picked the lineup yeah um but yeah it was great show if like if i could have it if I could make a change to that show, I would say this is a few. This is the perfect scenario in my mind. Show The doors open at 8. The first half hour, you either have a band that is very quick on and off the stage yeah. or you have a fucking DJ, somebody that's part of your tour crew, co, like your social media guy, whoever, like somebody that just like is part of your shit that can go out and play some music and talk to the crowd. Cole Wetzel comes out uh, quarter to nine, let's say, and he plays any and every song he wants to, same production, all the different stuff, and he's out for an hour, hour and a half, and then we go home. Like, mm-hmm. just see him, and we get out of there at a good time. Like, that would have been an awesome show if it was just him earlier in the night, a few extra songs. Right. It, or even, like, I know it's probably kind of hard because then you have all that distraction going on behind you. If he would have played a couple of songs, like, acoustic just him on the guitar because like he did yellow bush road on the meat eater podcast acoustic yeah dude i loved that version more than i liked the studio version totally so if he would have done like that and one or two other songs that way while they're setting up behind him like just save time with the switch over and everything but i mean i get it he wanted to come out and fucking play one of his like hard songs right away to get everybody pumped up so yeah it was it was it was still very good i'm very thrilled that that we went to it um the band like the next day i was just like going through all the different social media stuff finding all the people that are tagging him or mentioning him um that are you know the drummer uh something his last name's like east or something i sent you the screenshot like i shared a story he looked at the story liked the story so like we're we're famous now also um but like the drummer the guitar players all the different like stage like tour crew guys were posting pictures of like behind this um like backstage like in the room like where they hang out before Mm -hmm. they come out they the pool there's a pool in that building i don't know if you saw that or not i did not see that. so that building has a pool i don't know what the fuck it was previously like why they have a pool hotel maybe maybe could be um but it's like a common thing for all the tour, like the acts that come there to like go get the tour, um, sign a wall, uh, like the Mac Miller thing. Like yep. he, that's like in the pool. Like he wrote that on the wall of the pool. Oh, okay. Um, so they I, get, I guess I didn't realize that was a pool. Yep. So they get pictures of like them, like and all that stuff, and almost 
I don't know, all of his band posted at, excuse me, posted at one point or another, the best stop on the tour. Like this was what they were looking forward to was the Eagles ballroom. Cause it's just like a coveted place to sell out a show. I think they were close to sold out. I don't remember what he said, yeah. but it was, it was low tickets or there wasn't many tickets left, but yeah, I, they loved it. We enjoyed it. Um, I'd go see Cole again. Oh God! Hopefully, Any... different open one of the one of the. I mean, Dylan Wheeler was good, but yeah, maybe not Cadillac three. Again. No, I it just I would give them another chance if they were headlining and they had more time. Maybe maybe they fucked up their set because they didn't know what to play. I don't know, but um, I would definitely go see Cole again. I I hope we have the chance to, especially at a smaller venue. Um, I like that's the smaller always, venues. Yeah, yeah, that's always way better. But yeah, and then we leave. Um, as we're leaving, there was a, I don't know what you want to call him, um, a whole foods farmer kind of guy, uh, you know, holler at no cattle. Yeah. All hat, no cattle hollering on the fucking street at some guy that he was going to kill fucking, him. Yeah. Was it, I'm going to fucking kill was it. Like, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Paul I think it was had Paul. to watch his back. Yeah. Paul. And Paul was standing there like <laughs> waving him over. Like not worried whatsoever. The scene that was being made was between the Whole Foods dude and his buddy holding him back, like tackling him onto the fucking hood of a sprinter van. That's like a hotel like yep. shuttle. And the driver's just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> I'm not get your fucking shit and take it elsewhere. They should have just let him fight. Paul, oh, yeah. Paul would have caved his face and it would have been awesome. But he was like adamant, like screaming. Yep, I'll fucking kill you. Those wow. were his. Uh, he was Paul. I'll fucking kill you. Was a direct quote. I hope he lost his phone, his wallet, his everything. You know, his girlfriend left him for sure. Probably banging for Paul. Paul. Hopefully, yep, definitely. Um, so that was hilarious. Walking out. Oh, while we were upstairs, before we went downstairs to watch the last few songs, mm-hmm. that kid that tackled all like those like fucking barriers and like ran into the door and he couldn't walk straight up remember oh that yeah, guy? yeah oh that was hilarious so there's some great people watching as yep. always when you get into a place like that um then yeah walk back to the truck hop in the truck home you know back to i was home in an hour and 10 minutes yeah. and it's like one o'clock just after yep took gus regular time to get home too I, by the time i was home and like getting into bed was about two o'clock um Maybe a little after, and then, yeah, I got up at fucking three and a half hours to sleep. I was gonna say as as we, um, you know, say goodbye, whatever. I'm like, you guys are taking a piss in the yard, and I'm just standing there, and like you guys leave, and I like, you know, brush my teeth, go to bed. Um, two hours later, like three thirty, three forty, Olive's got to take a piss, so I let her out. When we got home, nothing, no snow, no, no. weather whatsoever. Nope. Two hours Our later, whole way home, we had there was one spot where there was a few flakes sure and then it stopped yeah i let olive out take a piss i open the fucking door i look i'm like holy shit what is happening like stuff is coming down hard there's already a lot of snow three four five inches at least um i'm like oh okay well that's gonna be fun you know i gotta get up in another two hours and go to this trade show thing go back to sleep wake up i'm like yep still snowing son of a bitch and I left Cottage Grove at quarter to seven, roughly, and couldn't get up on the interstate where I needed to to head north. I uh, had to go into Madison further past the airport just to get on the interstate and then have to get off the interstate at Lodi because of an accident. Everywhere I went that morning, I was sending you guys Snapchats. 
there's a fucking accident. There's roads closed. There's this, there's this, there's this. And it took me my normal drive of 33 minutes took me an hour and 20 minutes and I didn't even get there in that time. Like I just got in the general vicinity and it was another 10 minutes after that. And I, we passed, I'm pretty sure I saw you guys, um, kind of by Coots's farm on the interstate, maybe closer to DeForest. I feel like I saw you, maybe not, but I know you guys were heading the same way and, or the opposite way of me. Um, just a clusterfuck PSA. If you are frightened driving in bad conditions, you don't have to do it. Right. You just don't. You just stop. Mm-hmm. Go to a gas station. Go to a McDonald's. Get a fucking hotel. Use your food stamp somewhere. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you do not need to drive. If you are, it's an emergency and somebody's like, you're trying to get to someone to help them, uh, I don't know. Call somebody who can get you there because you're going to end up in the ditch anyway. Right. Stay the fuck off the roads. Yeah. Or stay in the right lane and just... Like, take your time or whatever, but don't, like, don't be holding everybody up. I was shocked how many people were out driving. It was a Saturday morning. Oh, my gosh. 7 o'clock. And yeah. the snow had started far earlier than that. And there were probably warnings for people not to go out. If I didn't have to, I fucking wouldn't have. Yeah. I, there was times where I thought I was turning around. And then I get to the Dells. There is zero snow. Nothing. That's insane. No snow. I think just north of Poinette, it was fine. Really? Yeah. Um. I don't know how it came through, but anyways, yeah, it was just a complete clusterfuck. And you guys are trying to drive a nine-hour drive, and that added, what, an extra hour or so? An extra hour. So, yeah, three and a half hours of sleep we got up. Um, I shoveled the driveway just so I parked at the bottom of the driveway because our driveway is a fucking bitch in the snow. And shoveled the path down so we could get the bags down, get the kids loaded up. Um yeah, it took us. We were lucky enough that we got to um, whatever one of the side roads that gets us to sixty. We got behind a plow, so that was the best driving we had. Nice until we got south of the storm. But um, yeah, I got on the interstate and that was a fucking bitch. To get to Janesville usually takes about an hour, and yep. it took us two hours. Wow. To get to Janesville, stopped. Uh, Any close calls? No, we didn't have any close calls. There was fucking cars and semis in the ditch left and right, though. Yeah. And stopped in Janesville at uh, KT, grabbed a breakfast sandwich. Uh, what which one do you bladders. get? What breakfast sandwich do you get? Uh, so I actually tried the waffle Ooh. one, the mm-hmm. waffle yep. sausage one or whatever. Yep. That was good. And then I also got um, just a, I think it was a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit or whatever mm. or maybe it was a croissant i don't remember that waffle one i like that one on a, those are better than the fucking mcgriddles no yes uh i like that one on a hangover day like oh yeah that's what i sh- just drive that yeah. into me um otherwise i like the bacon egg, and cheese croissant or the sausage biscuit all they're all good yeah and speaking of quick trip not to interrupt your recap of your trip i do you use the quick rewards I do. I haven't used it. I signed up for it two and a half, three years ago. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm you just... scan your card, though, right? No. So, you... hold oh. on. Just listen. So, I'm pretty sure I made I up. thought you just meant, like, you don't, no, 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 like, no, no, no. redeem your reward. Oh, no. Just listen. So, pretty sure I made up for it. About two and a half, three years ago, 
I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Let's let's get one. I haven't got one yet. Get it. Don't use it. Didn't get the card. Because they're like, oh, you can just do the app. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's easy. Well, when I go to a quick trip, usually my phone is plugged in to like do Apple CarPlay or whatever. Yep. And it's just easy to leave it in the car. Like, I don't need to bring it into Quick Trip. I'm not going in there. Like, I'm not a Quick Trip influencer. I'm not taking pictures. But we will if you guys want us to. Fuck yeah, we will. Especially after you hear this story, you're going to want to get something (laughs) out of me. Um, So, fast forward to just yesterday. Never, ever scanned it. They ask every goddamn time. I go to my local Quick Trip three to four times a week at minimum for coffee in the morning. I'm trying to cut back on the breakfast sandwiches. I haven't had one in a long time. They, the same lady. I see almost you know exact same crew. Rewards cart? Mm, nope. 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 Yesterday, I'm like, fuck it. I just feel like I should try to start using it. So I have it on a, a work phone. The same you know app card, whatever. Bring it in. Get my coffee. Scan it. Because I was like, hey, I have it today. Which I said, and she didn't laugh. Like She doesn't remember me. I don't know. <laughs> Scanned it. Do the thing. She goes, oh, do you want to use your free one? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. So instead of $2.10 for my 24-ounce coffee, a little bit of ice, a little bit of half and half, a little bit of honey, I've been doing the Highlander Grog, about three to four ounces, and then I go to the cup machine, the one that like makes... Why don't you just go to fucking Starbucks? I, I'm just explaining just the recipe. you're odd. <laughs> that, I meant it in the old sense. I agree with that. Um, anyhow, she's like, you want to use your free one? I'm like, yeah, save two bucks, of course. Think nothing of it. Later that day, around 11 o'clock, I'm at the Wisconsin Dells Quick Trip. I'm like, ah, coffee sounds good. Get a coffee. Same deal. Go up. I scan it. I'm like, excited. I'm, I'm going to do it. Scan it. She goes, oh, you want to use your free one? I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Was it like fucking National Coffee Day that they just uh, free coffee uh, all day? I don't know. I'm like I'm looking around like I'm going to get tackled or something <laughs> for stealing another cup of coffee. I'm like, sure will. There we go. So I'm $4.20 saved on the day. This morning, go to Cottage Grove, do the thing, scan the thing. She says, oh, it's a free one. I'm like, yep, it sure as fuck is. I am now up $6.30 on Quick Trip. Three free coffees in a row. Two different locations, two different days, and I don't see an end in sight. I think I got free coffee for life. (laughs) So oh, the fuck? don't know, but on my work phone, let me just pull up the app right here. And you know, now that we talked about it, I jinxed it. If I just go to, how do you get a free coffee? I've never even seen that like as a reward. So it says visits 19. Oh, the other day it said 16 before I went in. So I guess I used it a little bit, but over three years, like 19 visits, I've visited 19 times in, you know, two weeks almost sometimes. Um, so, yeah, quick trip. Huge shout out. Thank you. I'm up. I'm in the positive. $6.30. Huh, good for you. Not to hijack your story with that quick little ditty, but um, just wanted to share. Wow. Quick trip. Yeah. Uh, reach out for partnership. They apparently already did. I think I'm just on the must, I'm a brand ambassador. Just you. Cafe Caruba. How, how are you? <laughs> All right, so we get there. We get our breakfast sandwiches. We empty the bladders, and we once again hit the road. And at this point, uh, it was about, yeah, between Stoughton and, and Janesville that the snow, like, cleared up. So now we can fucking go. The whole point was we were going to stop at 
Springfield, Illinois, uh, tour Lincoln's house, um, and then grab lunch and keep going because that was about the midway point. Whatever. But now we're so delayed. By the time we get there to Lincoln's place, um, girls are in using the facilities. I had already come out and I heard a guy asking to uh, whatever get the tour of Lincoln's house because if you haven't been there, they fucking the city was gifted Lincoln's house and then they bought up like all of his neighbors. So it's basically two blocks, just one street, two blocks worth. So sixteen houses total. Who that, is that they saved? His neighbor, John Wilkes Booth, or who was his neighbor? <laughs> oh, that was the killer. Oh, whoops. Uh, the neighbors, I nobody important. Got it. Anyway, they're like, oh, it'll be like three hours before we can get you in for a tour. We're like, that's not fucking happening. So we, whatever, went out, visited all the houses you could go into, which weren't a lot. There was, fuck, three or four of them because the rest are like admin buildings. And we take a picture outside of Lincoln's house. Um, and <laughs> I texted you guys that, and I am not shitting you, one of the tour guides was fucking blind. Like, walking around with a white cane, like, showing people in. And I, props to him, because I don't know how he did it, because it's a multi-level. Like, so how do you know? I mean, blind people probably, like, get down a pattern, or maybe he was, like, just legally blind or something. But, uh. Could you imagine being illegally blind? <laughs> No, I couldn't. Yeah, me either. That'd be insane. Uh, so yeah, whatever. We did that. Had lunch. So would you? Would you go? You didn't get to do I, the tour. We did not. So while we sat down and had lunch, we pulled up like uh, pictures or whatever that they people served had posted food there. It. No, it's across an actual street now okay. that they didn't rescue, got but it, it's like uh, set up in. It, I think it was an old carriage house. Church's um, chicken, or what was it? No, it was, I think it was called like the carriage house or something, to oh, be honest. okay. Um, had lunch and we just pulled up pictures and showed them to the girls and they're like, well, this is fucking dumb. Like, I'm glad we didn't waste our time. They didn't actually say that, but they're like, wow, that's Language. not exciting. Uh, so whatever, we hit hit the dusty trail, made it down. Yeah, it was uh, supposed to be with the stop about a nine hour trip and it took us about 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Um to get down to where we were uh oh so then we get down there it was later than what we were originally planning on um so the girls wanted to swim right away we said yeah that's fine we'll order pizza just eat in the room so jessica goes to order pizza from a local place and it was going to be like way too late like girls are tired i'm on three and a half hours of sleep at this point so we order pizza hut so whatever, we eat that, go to bed, and at 1.30 in the morning, I wake up, and I feel like there's, like, stomach acid, like, in the bottom of my throat. Mm-hmm. It's a normal thing for you, isn't it? Isn't that yes. something that you deal with? I have eosinophilic esophagitis. Yep. I'm not going to spell that for you. You guys figure it out if you want to look it up. But basically, <laughs> I got to take fucking old man antacid pills every day i know way too many people that have that same thing yeah it fucking sucks yeah that's wild the funny thing is well it's not funny so this to this point this has never happened to me 1 30 in the morning i wake up i 
grab Tums, because I travel with Tums, because eventually shit's going to happen. You're a problem solver. Yep. Yep. Throw three Tums into my mouth, and I fucking bite down, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. Fucking go to the bathroom, and... Shit your pants. No, I am fucking puking. Oof. Instantly. Because of the Tums, or just because it was that time to get rid of Because I think my stomach was like, fuck stick, don't put anything else down into me. Yeah. And like... Yeah, I don't know. So Pizza coming out? I'm Yeah, I'm not a quiet oh. puker either. So then Jessica, the girls all wake up. Bryn is in a panic because we're in a new place and like I'm throwing up. Yeah. Like waking up wow. four city blocks. Wow. Um, so that was fun. And You're good now though. Yeah, I was good right shortly after, after that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, full-blown panic mode, both me and Jessica. I'm like, I got fucking food poisoning. I'm not going to tell Jessica that. Oh, and Jessica's yeah. like... I bet he got food. We talked about it the next day. She's like, I bet he has food poisoning. We're all going to get it. We're all going to be sick. So we're all like fucking panicking <laughs> the first day. And whatever. Luckily, did not. Woke up. Felt awesome. So the first day that we were down there, uh, the whole reason we went on the trip was we wanted to go to the Bass Pro uh, Johnny Morris uh, World Wonders of Wildlife, I think it is called, Museum and aquarium um we spent five and a half to six hours in the museum and aquarium fucking phenomenal wow the aquarium like whoever designed it knew what the fuck they were doing because you don't take more than like i don't know fucking let's say 25 30 steps and you're like seeing something different Hmm. nice just fish and then there's like a a swamp exhibit or whatever and there's like a fucking beaver swimming around Hmm. like this is all inside they've got fucking black bear gators uh fucking sharks i went all the way to costa rica and all the way to jamaica to try to see sea turtles never did fucking johnny morris has got him five five minutes into the goddamn aquarium and i see my first sea turtle (laughs) there's like one just out and about (laughs) yeah Right by the bathrooms, yeah. just walking by. So if you're, if you have a kid, fuck, even if you don't have kids, if you just like looking at cool, like shit like that. Yeah. I recommend going. Yeah. Um, it's been voted best aquarium in America for like four or five fucking years. Wow. 2018, somehow it didn't win 2019, but then it's won every year since. Huh. But it's, yeah, it's awesome. The girls weren't as excited about the museum just because there wasn't, like, live animals. Oh, I take that back. That's where the penguin exhibit is. Um, but all the rest were, like, mounted animals just from all over Africa. Deer, elk, bear, just shit everywhere. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so that was... What do they ding you to get in there? I think for the... Four of us, it was like a hundred bucks, but oh. that's to get into both places, the museum and the aquarium. Nice. And like I said, that's five and a half, six hours. Yeah. And we, th- you, you could spend longer than that if you wanted to actually like look at and read all the shit in the museum. But the girls were like, whatever, they were over it at that point after we went through the aquarium. Um, so then we, yeah, grabbed lunch, um, because we went there right away in the morning, so we ate a late lunch, and then uh, then the girls wanted to go mini golfing, and 
that's that where was, our sponsor that really, was, really took care of you. episode sponsorship. Yeah. Um, so Re- really did you a solid. Yeah. So, I mean, we were there for, fuck. It was packed. We, we were maybe there an hour. What'd you shoot? 18. I, after the first hole, I asked Jessica what she scored. Excuse me. And she, she was like, I don't know. I didn't keep track. I'm like, all right. I guess we're not. Guess we're not keeping score. And I'm glad I didn't because it would have been fucking terrible. <laughs> Did you bring your own putter at least? No, that's probably what fucked well, me. There's your problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That and the soft ass fucking might as well have been putting through rough. <laughs> um, so that was day one. Uh, trying to remember. Well, day one in Missouri. Yeah. Um. What were your accommodations like? Just you picked a random so hotel nearby? Or? We picked a, it was called Bass Pro Angler Lodge. Oh. And we didn't realize this. Literally right across the street from the Aquarium and Museum. Oh, nice. And the Aquarium and Museum are attached to a Bass Pro. This fucking building is huge. I don't know how big the museum and aquarium are, but... Just the Bass Pro, like, store itself. Take the Cabela's in Sun Prairie, and it's probably two and a half to three times the size of that. Wow. Just shit everywhere. Um, So that's what we did on day three. Um, And let me just check my notes here. Yeah, so many go. Oh, we went to a place uh the first night in missouri like after the first full day after the aquarium and show we went to a place called civil kitchen jessica just like whatever pulled up google search definitely recommend that if you're going to do that it's downtown this is where we saw our first homeless people (laughs) of the day or of the trip um but the food was phenomenal i had banh mi pork belly banh mi tacos mm. which were awesome before that i had a cup of their prime rib french onion soup oh. and i'm a sucker for prime or for french onion soup oh, probably the best delicious. french onion soup i've ever had in my life mm. Bryn ate tacos her uh not tacos chicken tenders for 99 percent of her meals down there <laughs> these were the best chicken tenders i've ever had in my life eat really two. i would have ordered those and been happy about it wow were they um, break bush you think or <laughs> i think they were farm raised somewhere down were, there i think they were a little uh higher class than oh break okay bush, so sorry break bush but they had uh a bunch of beers on tap would have loved to have sat there and had some cocktails with the girls obviously like we want to get back and go swimming so yep. um understandable um but yeah great beer atmosphere was awesome um yeah so i'd recommend going there if you're ever in the area that was civil kitchen civil kitchen okay civil c-i-v-i-l okay. kitchen um so yeah went back uh girls went summoned for a little bit um yeah then we went back went to bed um oh the hotel also every morning like uh I guess you call it a continental breakfast, but it was like biscuits and gravy every day, scrambled eggs, sausage, uh, bacon, could get pancakes, cereal, toast, bagels. So, uh, 
it's always good variety. Nice. Yeah, always good nice variety. You're not that. eating the same thing every day. Um, so yeah, day three we woke up and we just went over to Bass Pro because we didn't touch it mm. the day that we were at the museum and shit. Um, and we spent several hours in there because again, did you buy anything? We did. Yep. Um, I mean. Addison's got a winter coat for next year because it was like huge sale. T-shirt, t-shirts and shit. Um, I looked at gun safes because I want to get a new gun safe. But um, I mean, it's not like <clears throat> so. Bass Pro Shops actually, I guess, started in Springfield. That's mm-hmm. where the first one was. Um, it's not like there was like a huge discount or anything. But yeah, it was. It was all like normal prices around here and. Missouri's sales tax is comparable to here. Um, but shit, I mean, there's a bunch of then free museums that you can do while you're in there. Like they have an NRA museum, they have an archery museum, they have a NASCAR museum from like the cars that like they sponsor. And oh, shit. yeah, yeah. So you could spend a shit ton of time in there too. Um, then they have like a boat and ATV like showroom little area or whatever. So yeah, we spent quite a bit of time in there. Um, and then I'm reading Bryn's book here of notes of <laughs> what we did each oh, day. Oh, she, um, I was wondering what you were looking at yep, there. Yep. So was this for like a school project they made her do or something? Or she didn't even have to do it. She wanted she to. She wanted but, to. Yeah. So she worked You're on this good today. Good student. Um, so then once we left there, we went to a place called Fantastic Caverns. That's where the first light bulbs were down there apparently. That sounds like an adult strip, like dancing place maybe it kind of does doesn't it so that place was actually pretty fucking cool because you didn't have to walk through it Mm. like they drive jeeps through the cave this place is fucking huge that's a good way to do it yeah oh yeah the tour guide we had was awesome um so the way that the place got discovered i guess was this farmer like civil war time was hunting with his dog his dog followed a rabbit or something into a hole and didn't come out. And so he went back to the house, grabbed a lantern to go in, crawl in the hole to find his dog, and ends up discovering it. Jesus. Doesn't fucking tell anybody. He crawled on his belly, I guess, for like 20 feet or 20 yards because that's how big the hole was. And then he realized he could stand up. And... I don't even know, like, the way, the place that he walked into that he found was bigger than my garage. Huh. And he kept it a secret for five years because otherwise the government would have confiscated the cave, his land, and his house because it had, like, the shit that they needed to make gunpowder. And gunpowder was scarce. Oh. So he didn't tell a fucking soul for five years. And then, yeah, basically it was kept like safe and then eventually like his family further on down the line like during prohibition they had a speakeasy hell in the cave so it was pretty cool if you're ever down there just just thinking like could you imagine if like you walked out your backyard and you're like doing something and then all of a sudden you like drop a tool and it like falls down into like the ground and it disappears and then you find that like holy fuck that is cool that's actually a cool thing too they at one point, they were the neighbor was digging a well, and they didn't want to hit the cave. And he's the tour guide's like, "Yeah, neither one of them must have been very good at math because, like, right on the edge, 
they were drilled. You could see the cast iron pipe that's now like covered in the shit that makes like the stalactites and stalagmites. He's like, they hit and then the drill bit drops 20 feet. <laughs> and they're like, well, we might as well just keep drilling because we're just going to fuck it up if we don't like keep going. Like, <laughs> this could cause it to cave in. <laughs> So then they were able, it actually worked out because now they're able to figure out like how long it takes those stalactites. Yeah, those are the ones from the ceiling to grow. And it's like they grow two coats of paint every hundred years. <laughs> Holy fuck. So he's like, yeah, these have been going for like 84 years and you can barely fucking, he's like, if he shines his light, you can tell the little bit of the ridge. Otherwise you'd never be able to see it. Weird. And there's like some big fucking like pillars that have grown together so they don't know how old the cave is exactly but weird yeah so that was awesome to go to uh so then that night uh anybody who watches the food network or the travel channel has probably seen lambert's um and it's like adam lambert uh i don't know who that is (laughs) Is oh wait oh that's the guy from workaholics isn't it or no no. Who the fuck is that? That's Adam Levine. That's the guy from Maroon 5, isn't it? Oh, maybe that is. Adam Adam Devine. It's not Adam Lambert. Isn't he from, like, maybe he's oh, American Idol or something. Adam, La- wait. Adam Lambert is, yeah, he's the guy who wears makeup and shoulder pads and stuff. I don't okay, know. yeah, definitely not him. <laughs> So it was his house though. <laughs> so we go to we go to Lambert's and it's almost like a fucking cracker barrel. Oh nice. Um just like shit all over the walls, like country shit all over the walls. Shenanigans? Talking about shenanigans, right? <laughs> um so whatever, we we got food or whatever. What they're known for is the throw the throwed rolls. Not yes, throw rolls. I know the place you're talking about now. Yeah. Yes. So Call me the fucking Jordy Nelson of Lambert's because I went eight for eight catches on uh, eight targets. Yep. For probably hundred percent, not yeah, a big deal. Probably forty to fifty six yards. Hell yeah. So, uh, any, there... any tuds? Did you spike one on the floor or anything? <laughs> I should have. Now that you say it, um, but their fucking dinner rolls are like I don't know, bigger than a fucking cat's head, probably. Yeah. Five inches around at the top. And made fresh right there. Oh, they're hot. Like moments burning my before. fucking hands as moments I'm catching them. Moments before you caught them, yeah. And phenomenal. Like, oh. you could have just filled up on those. The rest of the food was good. I had the brisket. Bren had chicken fingers. Hell yeah. Addison had mac and cheese. And I can't remember what. Oh, Jessica had a pot pie. That was fucking great. Nice. Um, I was going to guess catfish po' boy. Yeah. No, no, they didn't have anything like that. It was all just like very oh and then they come around and it's like fried okra and like nice. if you fucking leave this place hungry it's because you fu- you're an idiot you fucked up yeah um food was good i mean i don't i've been there once i don't need to go again unless hmm. i'm like with a group who hasn't been then i would go the dinner rolls were really the only thing like that's the draw that's yeah yeah um so yeah we did that went back again girls and i went swimming all the girls were fucking jacked because they both like learned that they can actually swim oh on this trip so breaststroke like just normal swimming yep yeah yeah um well how Bryn's more doggy paddle but okay. uh 
yeah, if, if you ask them what their favorite part of the trip was, it's going to be the pool. No, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> which was pretty disappointing. <laughs> but from a whatever, it is what it is. At least, at least I know they can fucking survive if they True. fall into water now. True. So. There you go. Um, yeah, so went back, swam, went to bed. Uh, and then day four, we went up and we drove down to Branson, which was about an hour away, um, to go to who top of the rock which again is owned by johnny, johnny morris, morris and yep. bass pro we did the golf cart cave trail tour or whatever which that took us about an hour to get through i think they and let you drink while you're doing that they do nice yeah, yeah so I couldn't tell from the snapchats if you had a latte in your hand or a beer I, in your hand yep i had one of the local brews down there um but yeah it was uh, whatever it took us about an hour it was cool. It was shortly after you actually start that you go through like the cave and the bar setup is in the cave, and mm. you just pull up in your golf cart, order what you want, they brilliant. hand it to you. Fucking brilliant! And you just keep taking off. You can kind of go at your own pace. They have a couple areas where you can pull off and like take pictures because there's like it was hard to tell. I feel like some of that shit is like they have like water pumping through oh, like yeah. waterfalls or whatever like yeah. it's not natural spring or they're whatever embellishing a little yeah. bit and yeah. some of the areas looked like it was like it's it's all like shelf rock or whatever but some of it looked like it was cast put there yeah and like the cave some there's like a couple other little cave areas that you don't go into like you don't drive through but it's like they fucking made yeah. this like this wasn't like this um but it was cool to do and then yeah, so I think that costs us like a hundred bucks for the four of us too. But then you can take a shuttle from there over to like the area where the golf shop is, because mm. this is where like at least one of the golf courses is. Yeah. Um, and there's a museum up there which we walked through, which was like Native American and Civil War type shit. Um, and that was neat. Again, the girls didn't really care for it. They're young. A chapel up there too where uh if i was rich and the girls wanted to get married in fucking oh, missouri oh yeah the view is fucking amazing is that where they have the dude riding the horse in the water fountain yes. Did you see that yes yeah, okay. they the water was pumped out because they were cleaning it or whatever oh um but yeah that was cool because you um, see is it table rock lake is that or yes that's yeah yeah. yeah, that's so when you're doing the golf cart trail that's the lake that you see um which is pretty cool and then did you run into marty bird at all we didn't unfortunately yeah yeah i was looking forward to that but we didn't i thought he laundered all the money for johnny morris that's what i thought too yeah oh so fun fact about the golf course up there um where they used to have their driving range a couple of years ago, they had a sinkhole yeah. on it. The picture of that, is it still like yeah, it's exposed? Co- you can see a lot of shit? He, he's like, I want to know where all this water is going and went to. So he's had them excavating it for a couple of years now. And I guess they're going to continue to dig for another two plus years. And then they're going to end up expanding the golf cart tour trail around it so you can see it. And it's insane. Yeah. Um, the pictures I've seen, it does like their driving range is like 
another world like caliber like way different than a driving range you're used to yeah and then you have the fucking sinkhole shit to the left of it or whatever it is yep yeah yeah crazy and so now it's actually now they don't even have a, a driving range oh really there it's like one of the holes on the par three course is like right next to where they're digging oh wow um but the par three course looked cool we to get to the chapel you had to go to like where the restaurants are take an elevator down and you walk through like their wine cellar which is all like it almost looks like you're in a fucking castle like the basement of a castle is the only way i can explain it looked awesome there's a whiskey bar there that it was it was closed when we were in there because it didn't open till later in the day so we didn't get to see that restaurant looked cool so i'd love to go back like yep with we're doing it. Yeah, guys trip, couples trip, whatever. Yeah. To be able to experience it. Um so yeah, that was definitely worth it. And then as we were going back as the girls again, we asked, Oh, what do you guys want to do? And they're like, Well, we want to go swimming. So it's like, <laughs> All right, I guess we'll go back to the hotel, but first let's stop and have lunch. So we went to a place in Hollister. Oh yeah. Which is between Dude, uh, that's where my, my grandma and her, Oh really? Yeah, they're like right there. Uh, were you at the old folks home in Hollister to, for lunch? I was not. Oh, they would have been there. Uh, but if you go down and visit or if your parents go down there and haven't been, Downing Street Poorhouse. Okay. Probably the best Freedom Fries I've ever had in my entire life. Really? And again, good seasoned selection of beers. Or? Yes, oh, very okay. well seasoned. Um, yeah, Jessica ordered the sweet potato fries, and I, as soon as we got them, I'm like, you fucked up because these fries <laughs> are amazing. And her sweet potato fries were good, but they didn't Just hold a candle. Push her food onto the floor. <laughs> That's yeah. trash. This is what you wanted. Yeah. But uh, so that that was a good place, and then yeah, so that was the that was the last full day we had down there. Um, drove home yesterday. Um, took significantly less time to get home. Weird. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Again, no no issues. A uh, lot less vehicles in the ditch. But uh, yeah, it was a good time successful vacation overall i haven't been there my grandma's got a place or whatever but i haven't been there since so uh, sophomore or junior year sophomore year spring break me and uh Bo, our grade went okay. down there and we had a great time we did all the touristy branson shit that you know my parents and Grandma saw some show tunes and stuff. I'm sure we went to at least one. We went to the Titanic Museum or Titanic thing or whatever. Oh, I saw that. Which was actually pretty cool. Was it? I would I would appreciate it more now than like when we were 15 or 16 years old. But um, yeah, I really want to get back there. Most because of the golf. That's yeah. like the reason why. But uh, my parents have been to Lake of the Ozarks and they rant and rave about that. So yeah, it's. Definitely a place. Like, what was the, te- like, 60s, 50s? What was the temperature? Yeah, we ran mid-50s most of the time. There was one day that was probably pushing 60. Yeah, so, I mean, you get to get a little bit of a warm-up. It's not crazy. It's yep. drivable to get there. It's affordable, so it's... Yeah. Yeah. It was... Oh, we saw one, <laughs> like, homeless domestic almost. As we're walking into like the Bass Pro store, not not the day that we did the museum or whatever, but it's like, good lord, uh, Jessica was pretty nervous, and I like kept an eye over, like make sure I didn't have to go and like tackle some guy from Jesus. beating some homeless woman. 
but then they must have made up because they're walking side by side with their puppy. Oh, great. Feel, yeah, feel great for their puppy. But Fuck. Oh, those people. That's a whole other episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, that sounds like a good trip. I, I am looking forward to trying to figure out how we can get down there. Couples trip, dudes trip, both, years apart, whatever. Yeah. Drive isn't bad, but... Um, oh, did you do any gambling? Flight would be appreciated. You forgot. I honestly forgot you until forgot. you just brought it up. I fucking forgot. God. I, I was thinking about it today or yesterday we should do a quick drive to dubuque just put some bets in for the masters that's what i was getting at i think we should do that um otherwise i guess we could do illinois i have to check the mgm app i assume they have illinois but yeah next week we're gonna have to give our masters picks yes well we did the the waggle golf no free ads yeah did their little pick them thing um, but you're on a two for two, so I'm whatever. I'm gonna go with whatever you say. I think, and we should go to Dubuque and actually put that in. Well, let her ride. Yes, I like that idea. At the very least, we call Cody and tell him to yeah, do it's it. A couple hours down, that's not bad. No, fuck no. Go it's down easy. on a Friday night after work, or yeah, we don't gotta go get wasted. Well, shit. I guess we'd have to probably do it before then. We'd have to do it this weekend. We'd have to do it prior to Thursday. Yeah. So it could be a Monday, Tuesday, whatever it is. I don't know. But something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Watch for some That's master good. picks. If That's we have money idea. on them, we will definitely share. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, that's uh, that's about our time. Hour and 40 minutes almost. Yeah, that was a longer one, but I mean, we reviewed a. I think we, we know a lot of people trip. with kids, obviously. And I think that is a great way to get both a. a good trip for the parents and for the kids like what you yep. did absolutely how yeah. the girls handle the car ride all oh, phenomenal part of part of the reason that at least in my mind that we did this is as we had talked about before want to take them like out west to the uh national parks and shit and if if that's how they're going to be in the cars that's not going to be an issue nice so there you go definitely definitely recommend it yeah cool shit for adults to do uh i mean the aquarium i'm 34 years old thought it was fucking Loved great it. yeah it sounds awesome so yeah if you have any questions or if that is a trip you're interested in reach out via social media um don't forget about the two companies that are uh graciously working with us sent us free stuff uh wrong hole golf company and haven golf company go to our instagram bio uh, there's a link there. You can get a discount on that stuff. And be sure to tag us or send it to us if you make a purchase. Um, otherwise, just stay tuned for more nonsense. Uh, we'll be back next, next week. week. Yeah, yeah, golf picks. Golf um, picks. There'll be some golf we play on. I play on Sunday maybe. We'll get some shit going. Hopefully have some interesting visual content for people in the next few weeks here. So, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Good new. Pretty good new. Yeah.